learning the Sicha, Kutusichis, Chelet Tazayin, the first Sicha in Parshish Truma. This is a, a Rashi Sicha, once again. And we're going to explain the Rashi Vichuli Truma, which is a very, it's a hard word, hard Pasuk to translate. You shall take for me Truma. We're going to be discussing what each word, Vichu, the word Li, and Truma means according to Pierce Rashi. And we're also going to look at other Mephorshim, explain Rashi, but then finally we're going to explain how the Rebbe explains this Pasuk and how this connects also to Halacha and also what the uh, lesson of Bidus Hashem is. In the, the Rashi's Pirush in the beginning of this parsha, he quotes the words This week's parsha, of course, is talking about the donations, uh, the fifteen items that the that, that that were collected in order to build the Mishkan, the gold, the silver, the copper, etc., etc. And the parsha starts off that it says that they should take from me truma. So Rashi says, what does it mean they should take from me? He says, me means lishmi, for my sake. It means take for my sake the truma. So what's the problem with these words that Rashi needs to explain? It seems like they're very simple words. You're taking for me truma, which which is, makes a lot of sense according to the context of the parsha. We're talking about the native things to the base of Migdash, to the Mishkan. So the command is, take for me truma, take for me these donations. Uh, fine. So Mavaram and Mephorshim. So Mephorshim explain like this. says, the simple interpretation is that you should take for me. You're actually giving this to Hashem. So this, to say that you're giving something to Hashem is very hard to say when we're talking about Hashem. For many reasons. Meaning is, these Mephorshim are, are trying to say that the problem with Vikuli Truma is more of a philosophical type of issue. How can you say that you're giving something to Hashem? Hashem is not a physical being, A. B, Hashem also, everything belongs to Him. Hashem is all-powerful. Everything is His. How can you ever give something to Hashem? He already has it all. So he's A, He's not a physical being, and B, everything already belongs to Hashem anyway. So what does it mean you're giving it to Hashem? Therefore, Rashi needs to explain. That doesn't mean you're literally giving it to Hashem. It means that when you're giving it, as a donation for the Mishkan, you're supposed to give it for the sake of Hashem. So you're not giving it to me literally, Rashi's saying. It means you're giving it, when you're giving these donations, you need to give it for, for Hashem's sake. Not for ulterior motives, whatever other time you want a plaque on the wall in the Mishkan, whatever it is. No, you have to give it because you want Hashem to have a Mishkan. Fine, the Kamatam, Allah. He says it's impossible to say that we're giving something to Hashem or Hashem needs something because we know that Hashem, Hashem is the entire world and everything within it. And also by Him, everything is shaykh to Him. He says, if I am hungry, would I tell you? Hashem is, of course, never hungry. But the point is that if He was, why would He ask you for something? Hashem, anyways, everything belongs to Him. And Beis Lashon Li He says, when you say that you're taking it to me, it's almost implying that there's you're bringing something which is distant, and you're bringing it closer to me. That you're keicha, you're taking it and bringing it close to Hashem. But this is doesn't this only fits this expression when we're talking about physical beings that you're taking something and you're bringing it close. When you have you know bringing it from from uh, person A to bringing it to person B, but Hashem doesn't have a body. He doesn't have any demos, doesn't have any tzur, doesn't have any type of image or form. So how could you bring something to Hashem? Therefore, Rashi explains 
What does it mean you're bringing it to Hashem? It doesn't mean literally you're bringing it to Hashem. It means that you're donating it for the sake of Hashem. He says, the Rebbe is going to say there's two issues to give this pshat in Rashi. He says, first of all, nice of Lazat, Shalpizat, and you move in Lama, hit the Rashi, in the cost of Gamma, Satev, Yikhu, Vitruma, the Shah, Shakushi, Ubiure, Sharashi, Himrak, Patevas, Lee. He says, first of all, nice of Lazat, in addition to one issue is that why would Rashi quote the words in his Pirish, Vikhu and Truma? Rashi is just coming to explain Lee. And he's saying, Lee doesn't make sense. How do you bring something to Hashem? Hashem owns everything. Hashem is not physical. Then Rashi should have only quoted the words Li and says Li means Lashmi, and I would have answered that whole issue. Why does Rashi also quote the words Viyikhu and Truma in his Divra Masko? That's one issue. But he says in addition to that, He says the main issue is, besides for like a deep, why does Rashi don't, you know, as we just mentioned, why doesn't say Yiku and Truma Divra He says there's a bigger issue, is that the etzim question doesn't seem to be a question that bothers Rashi. The etzim answer and explanation we're giving, explaining what's bothering Rashi, doesn't seem like that would be true, because we already have uh, earlier psukim, like by Yaakov, I mean, he says, I'm going to give Miser to Hashem, I'm going to be Maser Asren I'm going to be Miser, all my property to give to you. Or Kaddish Li every firstborn will be given to Hashem. Right? We sanctify to Hashem. So over there also uses the same idea. Kaddish Li. I'm going to give it to, how can you give it to, A, first of all, how can you give it to Hashem? Hashem owns everything. And B, you're going to ask, uh, how can you, Kaddish Li, how can you be bringing it to Hashem? Everything is already uh, close to Hashem. And Rashi doesn't explain what we mean is that you're being Kaddish, it means for the sake of Hashem. Or, uh, you know, we're donating it for the sake of Hashem. Or we're giving it as Meister for the sake of Hashem. So um, he says, obviously this is not this is not a problem that's bothering Rash Pshuta Shemikra. He doesn't need to shell this pshat. But other moving pashtus, Kevin Shahtish, Miser, Lakadajbrohu, in Prusha Shakadajbrohu, Niska, Kasashal, and Dabrizakiatz. He says the answer is it's understood that when you're giving Miser to Hashem, nobody thinks like, oh, I'm donating something to the Mishkan, it's because Hashem couldn't have done it on his own. Like we understand that. Hashem wants us to do the mitzvahs. He wants us to give our own items. Even though, yes, Hashem, really everything belongs to Hashem. And Hashem could have done it on his own. And yes, we obviously mean, we don't mean that we're physically bringing it close to Hashem. Hashem doesn't have a body. It means that we're donating something to the Mishkan. It's understood what we're trying to do. Donate it to the Mishkan. So what, what, what's the, again, what's the problem in this passage that Rashi has to explain? So the Rebbe is going to try to continue with this initial answer in the Forsh. I'm trying to answer this question. He says, the actually, maybe we can give an answer for this problem why Rashi earlier um, doesn't bother to explain why by Asa Esrenolach or Kachat Kabuchar doesn't bother, doesn't have this issue. Um, the how, how, how could you be not to something to Hashem? But over here he does have this issue. He says, Shalashim Yikhulu in a Demolashan Asa Esrenolach or Kachat Kabuchar. James Shapasim Yikhuli, like Namur Lashan Shak Dasha Lakadish Baruch Gatesimzah. He says, There we don't have an issue. But over here we do. He says, because Yikuli doesn't use the expression of being mocked to something to Hashem. It's, it says you're taking something for Hashem. You're like giving something to Hashem. So then we have this issue. How could you give something to Hashem? You can't say the idea of giving for the mentions we just mentioned earlier in the previous sit. But when we're talking about maktish something, then the Pasuk is not clear what we're referring to. So he doesn't have the problem. It says Kaddish Li. So it says, since we know what it's referring to, that you're, you're, you're being mocked to something for Hashem, you're basically, uh, you're, you're making it holy in the sense that you're 
before it was able to be used for personal use. And now we can't use it for personal use. It's, it's being used as mice or hectish, uh, or for, for in the case of the uh, Bechor, it's being um, it's giving over to the coin. But the point is that from the Pasuk itself, that it tells you clearly what it's referring to, its idea of making it holy, separating it, putting it aside, and you cannot use it for your own personal use. Therefore, Rashi doesn't need to explain what it means. But over here, he does. puts Rashi the Farajli, but over here, uh, it doesn't say that, just as taking. So we don't know what that means. Therefore, ne- Rashi needs to first of all quote the word biyikhu, and then he explains what is being biyikhu. It means that you're basically giving it to my sake. Basically, what Rashi is saying is that even over here, even though it uses a different lashon of biyikhu, biyikhu also means biyikadishli. So biyikhu means biyikadishli, meaning is it was yours. And now you're giving over to the sake of Hashem, means you cannot use it anymore for personal use. Now it's going to be designated for hektish. So it wasn't clear from those words. So Rashi is saying, Yikuli means here is the same as it did in the previous parshas. He says, if the pshad is that Yikuli means yaktishuli, that you're giving it to me, means that you're being maktish for me, then Rashi should have just said that. Why is saying Lashmi? He sort of used the expression of yaktishu. Uh, sanctified to me, if that's the main thing that he's trying to explain. So that's one answer, and the Rebbe is not satisfied with it. Mephorshim Acherim. Others, Mephorshim, uh, give this a shot. This is from the Master of David, and it's uh, based on a Medrash. He says, This is uh, probably many of the Mephorshim of Pasakav, that the words V'yikhuli doesn't really fit so well. It should have said V'yitnuli. means that you're going to give it to me, and that's yours, and you're giving it to me. V'yikhu, why is saying yikhu? Yikhu means almost like a transfer of, uh, like you're buying it and then you're taking it for my sake. If it's already yours, you're not taking it. Yikhu means when you, I'm buying, when you say you're buying something or something that doesn't belong to you, then you say you're taking this object which doesn't belong to you. And then, you're either taking it for yourself or you're taking it for Hashem in this particular situation. It should have used the expression because the these objects all belong to the Bnei Israel. So why does it say the Lashon of Yikhu? He says, therefore, Rashi says, when it says, means he's being Miramis, that the Pshan over here is that through the Truma you're actually taking Hashem. So, doesn't mean only that you're taking for my sake. It means that you're taking me. That by giving this Truma for the Beis Migdash, for the Mishkan, you're taking me. As the Pasuk of the Medrash says that even though that everything belongs to Hashem, Hashem wants to bring his Shekhinah to the Bnei Yisrael. And therefore, by giving Truma, when you give Yikuli, the Medrash explains, means that you're taking me. So this is the Medrash says, Yikuli Truma means you're taking me through giving the Truma. But since you can't say that you're literally taking Hashem, because so, as we know, even the heavens cannot contain Hashem, so how could we take Hashem? Therefore, Rashi says, when it says you're taking me, it doesn't mean obviously me taking Hashem himself. It means that you're taking Hashem's name. It means that Hashem's name will be chal, will, uh, will, will rest on the truma and the binyan of the bias that we're doing. Similarly, as it says, the Samo Shmiel Bnei Yisrael, when the Berichas Kainim give, when the Kainim give the bracha, since Hashem's name will rest upon the Bnei Yisrael. And just a, a quick idea, as Chassidus explains, the whole idea of a name is never, you don't need a name for yourself. You only need a name for someone else to connect to you. 
So when we're talking about the name of Hashem, the name of Hashem is Hashem Shechina. It's the, it's the, it's the Shechina of Hashem. It's the energies of Hashem that's able to, in a sense, connect to this world, to connect to us. So when we're saying that we're giving the truma, what we're saying is that we're able to cause Hashem Shechina, His presence, His name, to be able to rest uh, on our work, on our binyan abais. He says, but as explained many times, the Pirish of Rashi is written in a very clear way, that even a five-year-old child learning Chumash could be able to understand it, without looking at the Mepharshi Rashi, and looking at Medrash, and looking at the Maskul David, to start understanding what Rashi is referring to. If this was Rashi's Kavana, then he would have written in a very clear way, not through a remez, um, by, by writing the word li, lishmi. So if you look at uh, uh, R22, he says, the Rashi, Rashi. The same Rashi, he says, you should look at the, the second printing of Rashi, and similarly, certain Kisviyad of Rashi, Rashi finishes the Divramaschal of Truma, Divramaschal Truma, he says like this, Medrash Shagada says that you're taking Truma from me, it doesn't say, uh, it doesn't say, Vikhu um, Truma, you should take, Truma doesn't say you should take Truma, it says, V'yikhuli, you will take me. K'v'yachol, you're taking me that I will dwell within you. So we see that according to those tfus and Rashi Taka quotes that Medrash, we see how Rashi would have said it. So in this Rashi, in our, our tfus, the Rebbe is using, doesn't say anything. But the Rebbe's point is that if he, Rashi meant his shot, he would have said it like the tfus sheni of Rashi or these other kisviyah where Rashi does put it in. This is the way he would have um, said it in a way that it would be understood what he meant. By saying l'shmi, a five-year-old child, he sees the word Lashmi, Lashmi just means for my sake. It means you're doing it for the sake of Hashem. He has no idea thinking, but Yikhuli means, means that you're really, Yikhuli, a child will already understand, it means you're taking me through the giving of the trauma, you're taking Hashem. I, the child's going to have a question, how do you take Hashem? So Rashi needs to explain, Yikhuli means you're taking only my name. A five-year-old child is not going to come up with this uh, interpretation on his own, just on the word Lashmi. Okay. So Dalit, So as mentioned earlier, Rashi also in his Pirish, his Divra Maskal, he quotes the words Truma. So um, this that he quotes the word Truma means that the Hakrich for his Pirish of why he's saying Li means Lishmi is not just from the words Bikhuli, but also the words Truma. So basically the uh, all those three words together is basically being machriach Rashi to say that there's a question on this pasuk, and there's an, an explanation of the pasuk is with the words by saying the word means lishmi. So there's an issue with these three words, and through quoting these three words, that proves that the the only way to explain this pasuk according to Pshut Hashemikra would be by saying that it's lishmi. So just uh, back, the Rebbe is going to give a little hagdama just to say it outside to make it clearer. Um, that in, in Rashi many times, uh, you'll see that he sometimes will give it, he'll, he'll explain a concept like Savikhuli Truma. He takes three words and explains what these three words mean. And then, and then he'll explain what each word means. Like Truma, he's going to explain the, 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 the Ramaskal that Truma means Hafrasha separating. 
So sometimes you'll see he'll take a word this time, the word truma. It's part of a sentence, Bikuli truma, and he explains what that means. And he also then explains the word separately, truma as a frasha. But sometimes he'll put the word first, like he'll do truma means a frasha, and then he'll explain what the sentence is. Or sometimes he'll explain the sentence first, and then he'll explain what the individual words mean. So why does Rashi first sometimes quote the sentence and then explain the words, or other times explain the words, and then explain what the whole sentence means in conjunction? The reasoning is based on the idea that if he'll, I guess the default would be he first explains what the concept is. So if, in order to explain the concept, you know, you need to understand what the words mean, then he'll first explain the words, and then he'll explain the concept. But if you're able to understand the concept first, then he, he'll bring the sentence, explain the concept, and then if you need to understand the words, he'll bring it uh, afterwards. Meaning is if you're able to understand the concept without knowing what the type of a particular word is, he'll do that first. So over here, what happens? Um, Rashi first tells you the sentence and then only afterwards explains what the word truma means. So kumta that the biyikhuli truma, that it means lishmi, is something that uh, could be understood even without knowing what the word truma means. He says, uh, give you a, a small dhamma, he says, when the hakrich of the Pirush of Rashi is from a word which is said later on in the Pasuk. So the derech of Rashi is to first explain what that later Pasuk word means, because based on what that word means, uh, that word means, then I'm able to give uh, the meaning of the sentence, um, because that later, that, that touch of that word, that later word even, is a foundation of the previous Pirush. So yichuli truma, the first words of the parasha are yichuli, and then truma. So if I need to first understand the word truma, I would have said truma first. And then afterwards, I would have gone back and say, truma, even though v'yikhuli, taka, comes before the word truma. But if you need to understand the word truma, then he's first going to explain truma. And then v'yikhuli truma, it says, based on my translation of the word truma, look, this is the pshat of the word v'yikhuli truma. But l'fiza, kevin shahakash l'perish l'ilishmi, hu gama tevis truma, v'rashi mefash l'sateves truma l'achir perushay al tevisli, but according to this, since the heretic of we said lishmi means is also from the words truma, so from all three words, it's from the words v'yikuli truma that proves that we're talking about lishmi. But since Rashi only explains the word truma afterwards, right? First he explains v'yikuli. Truma, and then only afterwards he says the word truma means hafrasha. So that's machriach, that we don't, doesn't really matter how you translate the word truma. As we're going to explain the next oyster, there's really two translations of the word truma. Uh, it could either mean separating or it can mean raising up. So we're saying either explanation that you give, either if you give Rashi's translation, which means separating, or if you give the other interpretation, which means raising up, in a sense raising up to the Rishus of Hashem, to Hektesh, either way, According to all Mephorshim, he's saying you have to explain the word li, and the word truma is proving, uh, as part of the proof that the word li means, must mean lishmi. So, Abir Bezeh. He says, He says, when you say v'yikhuli, what does that mean, v'pashtus? You're taking from me. It means that you're being makdash tashem. Any person reading the pashtus, v'yikhuli truma, and we're talking about the donations for the base of Migdash, of the Mishkan, it's clear it means that you're Giving them to Hashem means that you're sanctifying to them to Hashem. You're giving it over to the property of, of, of Hashem. 
So this pshat, the pashtus pshat that you think Yikuli means Shuma is that you're donating it for the sake of Hashem, Rashi is actually being shaylo uh, by quoting all three words Yikuli Shuma. Yikuli, as he explains now, he says Yikuli Kupshute Mashma Dover Hanilchah Makmza or Makmacher or Ma'irushus Achas. Word Yikuli implies something that's taken from one spot. And, and put it in another spot, or, or something which is taken from one person's rishos to another person's rishos. So the word biyikul on its own already means a transfer, taking for the sake of transferring from one place or from one person to another person. The word truma can be explained in two ways. One explanation is like Rashi doesn't mean separating. Meaning is that the, the, this object becomes separated from your own rishos of the donor, from the bilus of the person, and and through the hafrasha you're giving it over to hakdish. The second explanation is raising up, lifting. Um, raising up in our situation means we're not literally raising something up because over here we're talking about ownership. It means that the chepet is through a transfer of its um, bylaws, it's being it's rising up to a higher level. Rashi explains when Avram bought the field of Ephraim that it says v'yokim and it, uh, that the field of Ephraim had its kuma, it rose up because before it was just an ordinary field of a hadjah, now it's a field of a king. So in our situation, first, initially, the chayfetz was, was a bailas of the person, it was belonged to the person, and now there was a truma, there was a harama, there was a agba, now it went, left his bailas and is part of the bailas of hadjah. He says, now we understand why we, the word li is extra. He says, because from the words v'yichu and truma, we already know that it's being taken and being transferred over to the rishus of hakdish. Because v'yichu means it's being transferred from one uh, domain to the next, nimsa bershusa hektish, and truma means either it means you're, it has it as it's being transferred to hektish, it's being uh, it has a haroma, it's being uplifted, it's becoming exalted, or as Rashi explains, it just means separated. It's being separated from your rishus and being over given over to the rishus of hektish. So you translate is according to Rashi, yichu truma, you are through the separation. It's being taken and, uh, uh, and being taken for the sake of Hakdish, and it's now in the, the bias of Hakdish. So, according to this, the word li is extra. We don't need it. Hachiluk b'zeh, b'hasem l'shnei ha-purushim etumah hirachin trumah hi malashin harama v'hagbah, malashin harama v'hagbah, azai inyin zeh shachepetz nichnas l'bais ha-hakdish, uvur b'tevas trumah l'bav. He says the difference between Rashi's shat or the other shot, if you how you explain truma, as we said, regarding the word li, it's going to be extra either way. But what just uh, how, how do you translate the pasuk differently according to each of these purushim? He says according to the shot that it means exalted. Then this that the chayfet is going into the in, going into the shus of hakdish is understood from the word truma, 
Truma itself means it's being uplifted and going into the Rishos of Akdash. While the Yikhu has a more simpler interpretation, it means this, now it's, now it's in the Chayfetz of ha- it's now in the Rishos of Akdash. The Yikhu li, so the Yikhu Truma would mean that through the, uh, that, that Yikhu, you're taking, how does it become taken to me? That's through doing this concept of Truma, through doing this Hagba for the sake this exaltedness of this chayfetz for the sake of hakdash. Mashenkim in pirush tumah b'lash nafrasha al zayt zarech leimish shetevus v'ikhu mashmai leirak shini v'rishos elashai dezen gam nasa gam shleim sabayos al hakdash. But according to Rashi's shot that the word tumah means separating, then the word kicha doesn't just mean a transfer of rishos, but rather it means is the the the, the transfer of the rishos is also done through. Is, is done through hektish. So the meaning is vayikhu hafrash. The truma just means separating. So vayikhu truma means that you should take this that you separated, or take this that you separated, and give it over to hektish. So vayikhu has a, in a sense, a, a, a stronger meaning, not just of the sense of how are we going to have the vayikha, how are we going to transfer it over to the shus of hektish. It's through the truma as the other interpretation. Rather, is v'yikhu, you will transfer it over and give over this truma, this that you separate. So either way, as we said, the word li is going to be actual. Therefore, Rashi teaches us that the word in over here does not mean that it becomes the property of Hashem. As we, like, as we said, kadosh li Sanctify for me every uh, firstborn. That means that the firstborn or the miser is becoming a Hashem's property. Rather, this is a new concept. That the nesina itself needs to be for the lishmi. Meaning is we need another concept. We need the kavana. We need intent. The intent for lishma. We have this idea of lishma by men and mitzvahs when a person writes a get and has to be written for the sake of the that that woman or a sefer Torah. When you write a sefer Torah, it has to be written for the sake uh, of the mitzvah of sefer Torah. So also be here at the time that you're giving it to hakdish, the person needs to have kavana that the giving is for the sake of the base of mikdash. Um, for example, let's say you separate something for for your son's wedding, and then afterwards you decide, you know what, I don't want this for my son's wedding, I'm going to give it over to the base of Mikdash. That wouldn't work. That wouldn't fulfill the mitzvah, because it has to be separated uh, also for the sake of uh, Shemaim. Or let's say you're giving it over to uh, the base of Mikdash, but you're doing it because you want a plaque. Not, not really that you believe in this whole idea that there's a Shem and a Shem's being in the base of Mikdash and there's a mitzvah. You just want a plaque over this. Everyone knows that you give a lot of tzedakah. So also that would not fulfill this uh, mitzvah of the Shema. So according to this, the, the this explanation is 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 in a. Now we can see the chiddush of the Rebbe's pshat. It's not finished yet, but we can see the, already starting the chiddush of the Rebbe's pshat over the other mafurshim. The other mafurshim, as we said, had the issue of at least the first uh, the first pshat that we gave of the yichuli truma. They wanted to say is that it means maktish for me truma, maktish for my sake. Uh, this truma, that their main issue was, what does it mean that you're giving something to Hashem? So they're saying it doesn't mean that you're giving it literally to Hashem, it means that you're uh, being maktish something to Hashem. You're, you're designating something for the use of Hashem. 
So the Rebbe is saying is that idea is understood from the words of the Yichu Truma that we're designating it for the sake of Hashem. But what does the word Lishmi mean? It means that when you're doing this designation, when you're doing this transfer, and actually you need to have a Kavana, there needs to be an actual thought process, it needs to be a Lishma over there. It's not enough just to give it over, Stamazai, it actually has to be um, with a Kavana. So, you know, if, if you're going on Messiah and you have a Tzedakah Pashka, and you say, you tell someone here, give a coin uh, to Tzedakah, and the person has no idea that this, uh, he thinks it's going to Chvez, let's say, uh, poor families. And really, it's going to the base of Mikdash, and he has no idea that it's going to, you want to fulfill that mitzvah. It needs to be given specifically for the sake of, uh, that frasha, that separating has to be for the sake, and the giving has to be for the sake for, uh, the base of Mikdash and Mishkan. And we're going to get back more to explaining this Rashi, but first the Rebbe is going to explain what this idea of Lishmi means more, Alder Halacha. Very interesting. So he's going to explain it, how it means, in Yonamun Floim Havalacha, and then you also understand what Rashi is saying better. In this Debra Maschal, above, Alpiza Yishleimer bin Yanam and Mufloim Adar Halach Shpirish Rashi, Shminya Nash, Vituma Na, Yeshna Dinchal Kwan and Lishmi, also Rashi, the Shitase, Pibisha Lasha. So we can say, Adar Halach and Rashi bin Yanam Mufloim, that this concept, that Truma needs to be, has a Kvat, needs to have a din of Lishma, of Lishmi, this goes according to Rashi Shita, also on his Pirish and Shas. He says, whether, whether you're being maktish, let's say someone gives something as a korban, for the mizbeach, korban oila, for example, or he gives something over to the bed This is for the upkeep of the bed Let's say you gave, uh, you gave some, um, you gave some gold in order to make kale out of, you're not allowed to transfer it from one kadusha to another. Whether you donated it for it has to stay in that particular type of kadusha. So the Nechul Binyanza Ramam arrives. This is a machlokes. The Ramam arrives. What does that mean? It does. The Ramam Binyanza who gamen again lebedek habayis gufa im hikdash lebedek haheichal lo yishana lebedek hamizbeach. The king kates bizar. According to the Rambam, it's not just that you, if something was donated for the ketchay mizbeach, you can't say, you know what, I'm going to use it for the ketchay bedek habayis. So if I if I donate something to the ketchay bedek habayis, you can't say I'm going to be using it for the ketchay mizbeach. But according to the Rambam, it's more than that. Even if I gave it over to the Kachim Bebedek Abayis, but I said, I'm giving over this gold to make a kli, then you can't say, you know what, we need this gold in order to um, make doors, for example, for the, uh, or doors for the, for the Beis HaMikdash. No, I, that wasn't donated for that particular cause. It was made to, to be used, let's say, for the Ezra Shisrael. You can't use it now for the Hechel. Whatever it was donated for, it has to be used for that particular purpose. But according to the rabbi, he says it doesn't make a difference. There's no difference. And when you give something to the bedek bias, it doesn't matter whether you did it for the, uh, for, let's say, for the for the heichal, or if it's for any of the other azars, or let's say it's even for the upkeep of the mizbech, or whether it's for the upkeep of the mizbech. Obviously, it's not for a carbon because that for sure you're not allowed to do. But if it was given for the upkeep of the mizbech, let's say there's a crack in it, you need to buy new stones. So he says that this idea that you're not allowed to transfer from one Kedusha to the next is ref- even in, in itself, that's only by Kotche HaMezbeach, meaning if I'll matish it for a Shlomim, I'll not allow to change it uh, to an Eulah. Or if I was for an Eulah, I'm not allowed to make it to a Shlomim. But Bedekabayis, there's no difference. If you donated it for the Heichel, you're still allowed to use it for the Azar. If you donated it for the Azar, you could use it for the Heichel. Okay? 
So we hine Rashi Purusha Lashas Pirsha Mishana, the culture Bedek Abayash Shek Vishon Mizveach, Loyosakum. So Rashi says that the uh the culture of bias, uh Bedek Abayas that you're Makdish them. You took these culture of Bedekwais and you're then you're Makdish for the Zbeach, he says that Loyasukum, you didn't do anything. And he says that the culture is bayah, a mishanan mikdushas illulashana, mishlam la'ila. And then he also says that for the culture of Bedekabai, the culture is bayah, you know, Allah transfer the Kudusha and Oila to Ashlamim or from Ashlam to an Oila. But he doesn't say anything about the Kedushas Vedic Abayas itself. It's not Gornish like that. So he mentions how you know that transfer Vedic Abayas to Mizbeach and Kachev Mizbeach to Vedic Abayas. Fine. And then he mentions within Kachev Mizbeach, you're not allowed to transfer from an Oila Tashlamim. But he doesn't mention that within Vedic Abayas itself, you can't transfer from, from the Heichal to the Azar. So Kumtacha is clearly that he's holding like the right. So this connects very well with our Rashi and our Pasuk that the Nesina needs to be Lishmi. He says, mm-hmm. He says, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter as much, the Indian the, Prati uh, of what you're Makdish. Remember, this Parsha is talking about pri- primarily, primarily about donating items to build the Mishkan. So it says it doesn't matter for what item you are Makdish for, even if you're Makdish for the sake of the Menorah and then they decided to use it for something else, that would be fine. As long as it was done Lishmi. According to Rashi, he says, if you change it, let's say from, he says, the Kavana of the Shmi, he says, you're allowed to change the things from Badekabais from one thing to the next. Because the Kavana of the Shmi, there's no concept of Kavana of the Shmi for the sake of the Heichal specifically. There's just a general Kavana of the Shmi for the sake of Badekabais. So now we see another point in what Rashi is telling us in our Divra Maschal, that it's not just telling us that the word li is explained to us that it needs to have a kavana lishma, but it's also telling us what type of lishma it's having, which is very negat talacha. The type of lishma which is relevant is a, is a general type of lishma that this is given over for the sake of Hashem, teaching us that even if you make a more detailed type of kavana, I'm giving this over to Hashem specifically for the sake of the building of the heichal does not matter. There's no such concept. Even if you gave it over specifically for the Heichel, they could decide to use it for the Azar, they could use it for something else. So it says, uh, the word li, according to Allah, Rashi is telling us, is teaching us that there is only one type of lishma. It's a lishma that it's given over to Hashem to, to exclude um, a specific type of lishma. So it's interesting. So we're seeing that the word li, Rashi is doing two things with it. On one hand, we said, as we said earlier, it's adding something, that it's not enough just to Donate something uh, just to do a frasha and, it, and it's you know eventually given to Hashem. It needs to be with a kavana for giving to Hashem. But at the same time, it's also the mayat that Li is saying this is the only type of lishma there is. But even if you do a more pratistic lishma for the heichel for specific things, that's uh, irrelevant. So that's a very gishmak explanation according to Allah what Rashi is adding over here. Zayin alish al dinah nashit sarch lechab and eitz and esin lishmi and noisin According to this this din on, on this din that. Uh, you need to have kavana at the time of the giving, that it needs to be lishmi. So we can ask the question as I. He says, Achas atrumash behem udum apasik zu, zeh, he trumas hamazbeach liknais behem kavana tzibri. He says, one of the trumas that are spoken about in this pasik is trumas hamazbeach, that they acquired the kavana tzibri with. Right, as I mentioned, predominantly the parasha is talking about 
giving over for the sake of acquiring thing. But it does, as Rashi says, Kapirish Rashi, the Pasuk, Omer, saying, Bibel, Trumas, Omer, it says in the Pasuk three times Truma, meaning is that one of the Trumas, uh, specifically of the Kasef, the silver, uh, or the purpose of it, one of the Trumas was specifically for buying Karbanat Sivar. He says, the chayr, the din by Trumas Mizbech is that you take the shkolim, the half a shekel, about korchach against the person, and mashkinim, and you even take a mashkin to force the person to give the shkolim. So I was like, for sure this is not considered the shmi. Right? So how could you say that this nesina is going to be the shmi? The only reason he's giving is because he's forcing. I'm giving you this half shekel is because you took away my car, and I want to get my car back, so therefore you can have this half shekel. So we see it could be even against the, the will of the nation. So Ibazai, it's Pashit, that it's not for the Kavana Lashmi. So if we're saying, the Pasuk's telling us it needs to be specifically Lashmi, how could we say that this, uh, one of the Trumas that we're referring to over here is the yearly Shkalim, which Lachar did not need to be, uh, for the sake of, did not need to be Lashma. There just need to be the Hanafrasha. Right, so if you didn't have the word li there, it would work well. You have to have a frasha. So even if it's against the guy's will, there's no lishma, that's fine. But once Rashi says li, it needs to be for the sake of Hashem, then it's uh, how are we going to explain that? Another question is we had earlier, David, why does it say li? Shouldn't it say li? The whole kavan is that you're giving something over for the sake of Hashem. It should say li. Why does it say you're taking from me? Not taking, you're taking, you're giving something that belongs to you and you're, you're separating, like you have all your base, all of your property, you're separating some of that silver, some of that gold, the copper, and you're giving it over for the sake of the Shema for Hashem. What, what, what do you mean you're taking? You're not, you're not taking, you're, you're, you're giving, you're giving something that belongs to you. Yichu means that, Chayr means that you're taking from someone else and then you're giving it over to Hashem. Well, Chayr, that's not what's happening over here. I think it's just important to point out at R39 that the Rebbe writes that the Pashtus, the, the first question that we mentioned, about like taking it by korchach against the person. How do you could use the lashon li when we're talking about taking something for the half shekel which was used for the kabbanis? If you're taking against the guy's will, which that's the halacha, the chayra that would not be lishma. He says the parsha is not really a question because the parsha is not talking about the trumas of the half shekel which was collected each year. It's talking about the pashtus regarding the, um, the the the, the truma that they did. For the collecting of the mishkan, look at R39. Pashas k'suva any kushya k'gimel tumas rak near mezuba gimel l'shaynis the tumis. Pashas k'suva it's not a question because the gimel tumas are just hinted into this that it says three times the word truma. The rabbi said the rabbanon said that it's hinting on these two three types of truma. Pashas medab red truma l'blachas am mishkan shaba in the divas leiv shalachad. But the pashas shara the pasuk is we're talking about the truma that came for the building of the mishkan, which came in the divas leiv shalachad. So it's not a, a strong shaila apipshuta shemikra. But since Rashi does quote that, and there is a hint to it, let's see if we can give an answer how that fits even according to that. Is this question, these two questions, really one answers the second. He said, the din is not by the Nisina. We've been learning the whole time that when the person is giving it, um, at least he says, Benigel the Chumas Mizbeach al Kapanen. The Din Lashmi al Kapanen by the Chumas Mizbeach would not be by the Nisina. Hainisha Noisin Sarkh Lasesa is Lashmi. 
That when the gizbarim, when they're taking it, so the yikul makes sense that you're taking it, we said, right? So it says, who's taking it over here? It means that we're talking about the, the, the gizbarim, the, the treasurers of the hektish. So the yikuli, the gizbarim shall take from me, from the Jewish people, this truma. So we're saying is that when the gizbarim are taking the truma, they need to take it for my sake. They can't take it for their own ulterior motives. Or taking it for other reasons, they need to take it specifically because it's a mitzvah. Specifically, that's what Hashem wants. The Rebbe does point out that it's when we're saying that the the pashtus when it says v'yichulichum, there's still the simple interpretation is that when you're giving it, uh, on one hand, it means that when the Jewish people are giving it, they're giving it for the, the for the sake of Hashem, right? But when you get to the trumas hamizbech al kaponim regarding that aspect, which we know that trumas hamizbech it does not need to be l'shmah, as we mentioned earlier, now that the that means that the gizburim are taking it. They need to take it l'shma. So that's why the pasuk uses this expression v'yikhu and not v'yidu, because the word v'yikhu would would include within, in a sense, both interpretations. It would include the, inter- the simple interpretation that by the regular melach samishkan the yid gives it l'shma. At the same time, since it uses the expression v'yikhu, which means taking, which that implies it's not the bnei yisrael, but it's rather talking about the treasures which are taking it for the Jewish people and giving it over to Hashem. They need to have l'shma um, by the tumas mizbeach al kapan. Now it fits, also the Pasuk fits better, Pasuk. It says, speak to the Bnei Yisrael, and they should take from me truma from all, from every man. Speak to the Bnei Yisrael, and they should take from me truma for every individual. So, Dabu Bnei Yisrael, call all Yisrael truma and call Ishkoi, I'll call Yisrael and Yisrael. So, how would you translate this Pasuk? It fits better. First, it says, speak to the Bnei Yisrael. It doesn't say all the Bnei Yisrael. It says, speak to the Bnei Yisrael. Meaning is, you're, you're speaking to the ones that are in charge. And what are you telling these individuals? That they should take from me from every individual. So you're speaking to specific Bnei Yisrael, that they should take from me from every man. Or it doesn't say, speak to Bnei Yisrael, uh, and they should take from me from themselves. It says, it's almost like you're talking to one individual about taking from everybody else. That's what it says, right? That's what it initially doesn't say call, then it says call. And also now explains why it says, Bnei Yisrael, if it's talking with Bnei Yisrael, it just says, take from you. Why does it say, call ish? Because it's talking about person A, take from person B. Okay. Therefore, it's not a contradiction that Nesina could be against their will, as we said by the uh, by the half shackle which they used to acquire the carbonus, because the kicha the in that situation need to be lishmi. Now we understand this between So according to Allah, that's what the Pasuk says, so of course that's what we do. But between we understand why does it need to be a Lashma uh, by the Gizbar? Since the truma, the machz is a shackle, as we said, could be against the will of the giver. So that the truma, this machz is shackle, which is given on a yearly basis, doesn't need this, doesn't need any kavanas. Not like the truma of the malachs of Mishkan, we said that everybody gave, need to be medivh salav, that they wanted to give, and they need to do it for the sake of Hashem. The main thing was, on a yearly basis, that they got to have a shackle, and they're able to use this money to buy the kavanas. So I was right that even if the main thing is the giving of the Bnei Yisrael Papashas, the one who's doing the mitzvah, the one who's giving the maxis a shekel. But why would it be that, in a sense, a prat, the one who's receiving it, this gizbor, the one who's in charge, he needs to take it for lashma. If the main nesina doesn't need lashma, why does the one who's receiving it need to be uh, given lashma? That seems very 
very strange. So the Pashas, Yeshleimah Shazel, Derech Ma'am Rezel, Parnas Al Yafel Ima Al Tziba Shleil Shem Shemai. The Pashas, we could give an answer, nice pshat, Musa Dikr pshat, in a sense, that it says a Parnas, a leader, is not allowed to intimidate the, the congregation, not for the sake of the heaven. So the Parnas, in a sense, is one of the supporters of the com- community, one who ran the community, especially in the good old days when they had the Kahal, and the Parnas was literally in charge of the funds of the, of the congregation. Uh, so his intimidation could be quite, you know, he could make you lose your job. There could be and fines, taxes, a lot of stuff you have power with. He's not allowed to put this ema, this fear upon the tzibur, not for the sake of Shemayim. He says, since these individuals had a lot of power, they're able to collect these trumas even against the will of the nation. So, you know, that means that they had officers, they had a, like a little private army that they're able to use. It was very important uh, that they would not have any of their own pneus, their own ulterior motives involved, and they need to do everything specifically lishma for the sake of Hashem. That's why it was very important. These people had a lot of power. They were able to intimidate the people. So therefore, the Torah is saying that it needs to be lishmi. So our shayla is the if the main nesina doesn't need lishmi, why would just the person receiving it need to have lishma? It's not, the main mitzvah is not even hit. He's just, in a sense, getting it to give over to the, to the, to the base of Middash to acquire Korbanus. So we're saying, is you're right, mitzvah, that's a mitzvah, maybe it's not as important. But it's important mitzvah, a side issue, is that these people have power, and we need to make sure they don't abuse it. He says, but this is not such a clear pshat, because according to this, the kavana of lishma is not really so relevant to the actual taking of the truma. It's rather for the gizbarn, that when they're doing this process and they're forcing the person to give it, they need to do that l'shem shemayim. But if the pashat is lashen, also from the whole Indian is mashma, that what's relevant over here, that the, the taking of the truma um, needs to be done for the sake of Hashem. So not just a side issue of like the way how they were receiving it, in a sense, needs to be for the sake of Shemai, but the Lakicha, the actual transfer, as we said, Lakicha means a transfer of Prashus, uh, also needs to be for the sake. Over here, it's not so much the transfer that would be relevant. We're not saying the transfer has to be the Shema. We're saying more that the Gizborim, the way how they um, organize this entire event, uh, and how they force the people to give, that needs to be Lashma. But the actual transfer, it, it's, it's not so much implying that over there. Uh, over there. But over here, the, we're saying the transfer itself needs to be the Shema, so therefore this shot wouldn't work so well. Test. So have your bizarre. The sinus of truma, so we're gonna, this answer is really going to be api chasidus, why the gizbarim need to be uh, l'shma. The sinus of truma, he says the, the giving of the truma was for the sake of the mishkan and the kabbanis, and that was in order to make a mishkan a dear for Hashem, and through that for the entire world, making Hashem a dear b'tachtayim. The sinus of dira, amnashti, uyal, a dear samalach, yesh sarach, b'shnei yanim. When you make a dira for the sake of a king, you need two things. First of all, you need to remove the heichal, all dirt and all schmutz, and afterwards you organize inside of a beautiful camp. He says these two ideas of removing the dirt and bringing nice camp is the idea of turning away from evil and doing good. The difference is that's just the preparation. 
in order to make a deer. You need to get rid of all the schmutz in order to bring in the nice things. But the actual making of the deer, of meaning as being mamshech lekus and the ram gashmiim to make it a deer, but that is through the asetoit. So the sumerah is just to get rid of the things that are blocking it. But how do you actually make the deer? You make the deer by doing vasetoit. Therefore, there's a big difference in the oif and the way how we do our service is sermay explains that it's what's is the what you do It doesn't really matter so much how you Effect and how you convince yourself not to be over and rats and Hashem. Even if you're not being over for your own sake, uh, because you're, let's say you're, you're afraid for punishment, you're not doing it over, not because of out of true fear for Hashem. You just you're doing it because you're afraid that you're going to get punished. If someone's looking at you, even we said such an idea. If someone's looking, therefore you're embarrassed. It doesn't matter. The main point is that you didn't do it. It's very important that you do it l'shma for the shleimus akavana that you're doing for the sake of a shab, not for yourself. They came in shayi days and mamshech lukus to matim oyer dear dear lo yisparch patachlein and sarch shamaisi yikuboi. They should tishu by lukus meil also she is arv zeshim in shapni chasusham. He says that through doing it properly l'shma, you're you're being mamshech lukus in this world. You're making a dira. And in order to do that, needs, the maisa needs to be proper in order that the hashras alukus will be there. Therefore, it's also to have any type of pniya. Um, as explained in many places in Chassidus, when you do even a good deed, but you do it with the wrong uh, intention, that good deed has klipas, has covering. Has, has, it, it, it's, that good deed is going to be malubish within the klipa, so it's going to cover over the alukus which is inside of it. So even though you did the maisa lupayl, but the alukus is not going to be seen because you're covering it over because of the bad Lushma, the, 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 the Kavana, the Kavana Shalei Lushma that you had. Uh, that's what it's also explained in Hasidus, uh, with this mashal of making a house. It says, uh, like, the question is, why do you need to have Lushma? Why do you have to have Kavana? Just always Maisel Iker, Maisel, you know, the Maisel Pail is the main thing. Because the word is, you can have a house, but you can have a house without the lights on. You can have a beautiful house, you did all the mitzvahs, all the different kalim are there, but the lights are always off, you can never actually see it. That's not a Gashmaka house. Hashem wants a house that he can see, he can enjoy, he can see what's being done. So even if you did all the mitzvahs, everything's, all these iris, all the mshafas of is really here, but you can never actually access them, everything's dark, that's not what Hashem wants. So doing it lishma makes it a lichtikashutu. Therefore, the Chazal say the person should always do Torah mitzvahs, even Shalei Lushma, because Shalei Lushma, you'll eventually come to Lushma. Meaning, the Chazal don't say that you should always work Shalei Lushma, because 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 No, it says because bepoyol you'll come to the shema at the end of the day. So since seif kol seif you'll come to the taklas and mechuvin to do an avay lishma that will make the shleimus adir b'tachtenim. That's why you're supposed to do it that way. And of course, it's also known the famous word of the Baal Shem Tev that when it says shemitayk shuleilushma boilushma. So the Baal Shem learns that the toich, the innerness, the toich, that which is in the Shulei Lushma, is really the Lushma.
So even though it's Shaloy Lishma, but the Teich, that within the Shaloy Lishma, what's the real reason why he does a mitzvah? He might think he's doing it for all these ulterior motives, but the real Teich of that Shaloy Lishma is the Baal Lishma. He really wants the Lishma, and therefore it eventually become revealed. But the point is, of course, it's very essential to do it um, with the proper Gavana. Yod. So just like how it is by Avedis Adam, similarly in creation, uh, we're making a dear for Hashem, you need to have these two things. Aleph, you need to have Tzur. First of all, you need to have the turning away from bad, meaning is you need to remove this object from the world. You need to remove it from the control of the Klippus Nega. That's the Indian of Surah. First thing is you gotta remove the schmutz. You take, you have this object that you wanna use for the sake of the sham. So the first part is you gotta get rid of it, all the schmutz. It's, this is not relevant, this is not related to the Indian of Klippus. And Bayes Aknisu Lushusa Shakarishbarhu, Shadavanasa Hektish by Deza, Maki Mishkan of Rakarishbarhu, Dignus Indian Vasitev. And the second thing is to bring into the Rishus of Hashem that this Indian is Hektish. And through that, it becomes a Mishkan for Hashem. This is Asitev. So now we can understand why that the mashkinim alashkolim that you force the giver to give it. He says, "What is the idea? That's the idea of sur It's in a rishus of individual. It's in his. It's chulin. It's in his domain. And someone just I'm in a regular person and it's regular chulin. Even a person doesn't want to give it. But either way, it's chulin. So you need to remove it from his thing. So that could be done even malkarchik, even without the right kavana. But when it's being transferred over to the Shusa Hagdish, the Gizbur that's receiving it, he needs to have the Shema. So that's how, yeah. And Yudal. Shnein Yonam Elim Avar Mishnei Aprushim Tevish Tumah Kanal Frasha Arama Vadva. He says, this, these two in Yonam are also, uh, is, is, is hinted, is explained within the, actually the two interpretations we had earlier of Tumah, which means A, according to Rashi, a Frasha separating, or two, uh, raising up, lifting up. Hafrasha Mishmash Mai Kipshuta Shahadabar Mufrish Michalik. He says, Hafrashi means separating. A simple interpretation is that you're separating it from one individual. It was part of my property. And then I'm separating it from this Inyan Echel. It also by the person. You're separating this, this item from your property. Haram of Adma means that you're elevating it to the status of the Rishus of Hakish. So this is another reason I read this. Why Rashi first writes, it says, Alilishmi means for my sake. Then only afterwards it explains, Truma means a Prasha. So we, initially we said it's because it doesn't really matter what interpretation you give. Vikuli Truma is... Whatever way you want to learn Truma, you need to say Lashmi. Li means Lashmi. But now we have another remez, what Rashi's trying to say. This sounds like more of a Yenin Shaltaira part. Is that, um, This is based on the idea that before Rashi explained the word Truma means separating, what does the student mean? If Rashi needs to explain it, that means you would have thought that it means elevating. So therefore Rashi explains it Afrasha. So when you look at the words Vikuli Truma, when you're reading that, you still don't know that the word means separating. At this point, when you read Vikuli Truma and you're reading that Divar Master, you think it means elevating. So Vikuli Truma means that you're, that, that you're, um, that through, sep, through, 
um, separating it, Lushma, through separating in the proper way, it becomes this Allah uh, to the Rishus of Hakdish. Uh, and the reason why that interpretation fits better is because when we're talking about the Lila Lushma, that's more relevant, the idea of uh, separating for the sake of Hashem. That when do you need to have Lushma? When is it important that you're doing it for the right sake? That's important when you're giving it over to Hashem, when it's being elevated and going to the Shusah Hakdish. When it says, Yikhuli Truma, that you're separating it for my sake, Lushmi, Lushma, then hafrasha means elevation, because that's when the elevation happens. This is just a, this is a hint of why Rashi writes it in this way. But that, of course, doesn't take away, according to the simple interpretation of Rashi, where he says a frashim means separate. And look at R49, which is on the word be'ikr. He says the Indian of Lushmi is be'ikr when we're saying that it's being brought into the resource of Hakdish. So it says over there, that's be'ikr. He says, even after Rashi explains the word, truly means a frasha, this shot that um, Li still works. He's saying is that when uh, the Gizbarim take uh, this truma, which was separated, and they're doing it for the sake of heaven, that also brings it in to uh, the Rishos of Hakdish. It also elevates it. So the Rabbi is saying is that the reason why the, the Rashi is hinting it in this way, because it fits better, that when do you see the main concept of Lushma? That's by the idea of the elevation and bringing it to the Rishos of Hakdish. But even according to the final shot, which truly means a frasha, the separating, which that's what the Yisrael does, the Yisrael is doing the separating, and that's not so relevant, the Truma, but still, of course, you still have, even according to Pshutah Shemikra, you still have the Gizvarim who are taking that, this that you separated and bringing it over to the Rishos of Hakdish, and they need to do this with Shema, and through them doing the Shema, it will be brought into the Rishos of Hakdish. Beautiful lesson. It says when he wants to be uh, on a friend, to bring him close to Torah Mitzvah, to fulfill the Mitzvah, he can have such a thought. He says, when... I'm doing my own Torah mitzvahs, then it's very important that I do the mitzvahs. Lushma, I'm doing it properly. But when I'm working to, to have an effect on someone else, to be mashbi on someone, person could think the way how that affects someone else, to put on tefillin, not to do a virus. It's the oifen, is not so important. So, the way how we do it is not so important how we affect him. The main thing is that he doesn't do the very and he does the mitzvahs. Therefore, it's possible that the person could have a mixture of a hergish with a feeling of something which is the opposite of Eretz Yisrael, even Badakis. A hergish that I'm being my friend. I am better than this guy. I have to explain to him what the right way is, this feeling of yashus. So a person might think, that's, I don't need to work on this. Uh, you know, obviously you're supposed to always try and do in the possible way. They're always trying to be born that a person can think, I, I don't even need to work on myself. I always need a to put on to fill it. So as long as I convince him, who cares like what type of uh, you know, ways I use, if I feel like amazing about it and I feel like yashus and I feel gaiva and uh, you know, I force the person, I threaten the person. The main thing is I get it done. 
So the Rebbe is saying is, you can't be satisfied with that. That's not the ultimate way. The ultimate way is that it has to be done l'shma. The way how that you're michiachem and the way how you're getting to the right thing also has to be done with the proper kavana, as we're going to explain. I'm the huyo deish uzeh chasarim b'avedis Hashem shalai. It's true, the person might realize that this is Hassan, this is a Vaitis Hashem, that his Midas are not purified. He still has this feeling of Yashis, of Mala Zeva Dasim Chazilis. How is this relevant to my friend? That's something to do with me. I need to work on myself. But when it gets to the Zulas, it doesn't have, uh, it doesn't really matter. Because, he says, you're supposed to receive Amos from he who says it. You know, so I want to scream with someone in shul who's talking, you know, accept it from me. Even if I talk myself, but it doesn't matter because I'm telling you the truth. And especially when it comes to Surah Ram, I'm getting someone to do something, to stop them from doing something wrong, for sure it shouldn't really, really matter what my kavana is. So even by Asay Tayyip, when it's about someone else, but for sure when we're talking about I'm trying to get someone to stop doing something wrong. He says that the lesson is that this husband is only relevant to that other person, that he has to want to run away from evil in any way that he could. He says, but when you're trying to affect someone, even if all what you're trying to do is do sumira, you need to do this in a way of lishma. Because your pu'ula that you're having on your friend is always going to be by you in Inyan of Asitayv. You're doing something for him. This is a, right? Obviously, so these are all mitzvahs essay. Right? This is something that Inyan uh, Choyuvi, so your obligation to someone else is always going to be an Asitayv. Inyan Choyuvi should start with Lishma. That always needs to be Lishma. Especially, he says, since we see that when you do something, uh, when you're trying to be a shvi on someone, you lack in the union of lashman, its most purest form, and you have these eternal motives, then there's actually a certain lack, not only in your vayda, but even bapayal, how you affect your friend, there's also going to be a lack. Right? You're intimidating the guy, and he does, because you're intimidating him, there's going to be a lack in his vayda too, because he's only doing it, let's say he's doing a mitzvah, he's only doing it because because uh, of, 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 he's being forced, so he doesn't have lishma. Even if it's by sumei right by that other person, but how long of an effect is that going to have? If you're being intimidated, then in the future maybe he'll do the avera and you're not there, right? So matan zeh klal ayafil eim alatzibah shloi lishma shma namer gam benegel is iris besumei rab kiyitz bezeh kim shehem uur bezeh regesh hetchi lo yifal mechubik kedubay ayidei zeh. Therefore, this klal of you should never put eim on the tzibah shloi lishma shma is even regarding sumei rab. Right? Even if you're, you're, you're intimidating the tzibur, because you don't want it to do something bad, it has to be l'shem shemaim. It cannot be shloy l'shem shemaim. Because if there's m'urva, you won't be able to have the proper effect. Abashat, right? And this is the idea that the gizbarim were saying needed to, uh, need to do everything l'shma. Because even if they're forcing you to separate, they're forcing you to separate the truma. So, uh, which we explained, this is in a sense that concept of surmeirah. The hafrasha, we said, uh, your objects of chulin are mundane, and you're making that person do the hafrasha. You're taking it, you're making that person do his avayda of removing it from the chul um, to the kaidish. The kaidish will be done when it's being transferred to you. But even we're saying is this that you're forcing the person to remove it from the chul, that needs to be done. I'm forcing you to take it out of your chul 
even though the Kedush will happen through me, because I'm going to be taking Adul Lashma for sure. But even this that I'm forcing you to do it, that also has to be done Lashma. So, even though I'm forcing you to do the Truma, I'm forcing you to give the shackle, that has to be Lashem Shemayim. But when you do that, even when we're talking about something that you're forcing something to do, uh, as it says, sometimes you force uh, the community to give tzedakah. If you're a parne, sometimes you have to force the, the community to give taxes which were used for tzedakah. Uh, then he says his char is even greater than the nation. It says that the one who is ma'asa, who forces others to give tzedakah, his char is shalom. And regarding those who collect tzedakah, it says um, that those who make the rabbin, they make the rabbin righteous, meaning is you're making the rabbin righteous by giving tzedakah, they are just like the stars. And the greatest tzedakah, even this type of tzedakah, that it brings close the Gula.